0: Hi, you're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation. You are with me, Christian. Me, Alex. And Amaret. And uh, today we're going to be talking about neurodiversity and communication the pros and cons of talking online, face to face, on the phone, and in other ways, uh, when you're neurodiverse. You can like us, uh, please like us on Facebook, <laughs> www.facebook.com greatminds on sin. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Great Man Sin. And don't forget, we podcast all of our shows, um, plus the special features such as our full interviews, through our Sin webpage, www.sin.org.au, slash show, slash But first, we're going to go to a song. Uh, this is I'm going to sit right down and writ by Paul McCartney. You're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation.
1: Sit right down and write myself a letter. And make believe it came from you. I'm gonna write words oh so sweet. They're gonna knock me off of my feet. A lot of kisses on the bottom. I'll be glad I've got them. I'm going to smile and say I hope you're feeling better And close with love the way you do I'm going to sit right down And write myself a letter And make believe it came Hope you're feeling better And close with love the way you do I'm gonna sit right down
2: You're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation and you were just listening to I'm Going to Sit Right Down and Write by Paul McCartney. You're here with Alex.
0: Amrit. And Christian.
2: And now we'll be talking about talking (laughs) face-to-face, more specifically communication. Um, First of all, communication in large groups. Uh, Do you guys tend to find this easier uh, with people that uh, you know better or not quite as well?
3: Oh, I always find it's really awkward when you, you don't know someone um really well. You're trying to come into a conversation you're like, oh, you know, how do I start out? Like, what do I talk about? And all those sorts of things. Whereas, you know, if I just know someone, I'm like, blah, 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 random comment. Ha, ha, ha. And then we'll just have like a random conversation. So it's sort of easy. But it's always hard for me to gauge what to exactly yeah. say. I've hmm. always been that sort of person. Like, oh,
2: awkward. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd agree. Uh, it's like, it, it would almost seem on face value to be a bit easier to speak to an acquaintance because there's no pressure like to to, to be like um, oh I have to keep in touch with what this person does so I'm socially appropriate next time mm. but mm. It's, it's not really like that because you just end up standing there and being like so uh, do you like this and if they say mm. no that's 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 one. Like, fail that's already. Yeah, it yeah, down. yeah. Like, no more talking now. Yeah, but no, yeah. I definitely find it easier with friends. And something I also like to do is, I uh, like w- once I I've been paying attention to what what one of my friends or what, what a person that I know has been doing, it's like okay, I have to mention that next time. And like I'll I'll set like goals or like um, topics that I have to get through to to make sure it looks like I'm trying to make an effort socially, and people can accept that. I know if, if it's that methodical for you guys, but I find that makes it a lot easier for me
0: I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't really say I'm that methodical I think just we'll, well for one thing like whether it's people I know well or whether it's people I don't know so well it's sometimes a bit hard the like the larger the group generally the more sort of confusing it can sometimes be to, to um, actually make my into way make, make my way into the conversation and interject, especially when people stand in that circle formation and it's like and The you know, three-way sword fighting Pirates of the Caribbean—it's sort of very, very yeah. confusing. It would, <laughs> um, it would,
2: it would almost be easier, like if everyone took turns standing in the middle of the circle, and they could yes. just cherry pick who who to go to between. Exactly,
0: they do it when they, you know, like at a dance, they do that. Like, you know, jump jump in the middle and let everyone watch that person dance. So, yeah, like hands up—a Yiddish not, not folk song
2: conversation sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, half a nagila of social interaction. <laughs> Oh, mm. we, we might be creating a trend here or something but no I'm sorry I interrupted go ahead mm-hmm.
0: oh no no that's that's fine I wish I could interrupt so well um but um I,
2: I don't think it's a skill that you necessarily want to have if you're trying to be appropriate socially but thank true. you nonetheless <laughs> uh, uh, so do we do we generally find it easy or hard to communicate face to face
3: yeah, well, for me, it's, like, pretty simple. Like, uh, I do, when I'm just planning stuff, I usually just go to the text or the Facebook or whatever mm. rather than being like, oh, you know, I'll call you. Or, like, when I'm when I'm planning something with someone and I'm there talking to them, like, oh, yeah, you know, let's do this tomorrow night, blah, blah, blah. blah and they're like, yeah, okay, cool. And I just leave it there. And then we don't, like, plan the time or specifically what we're doing, or any of those sorts of things. And then I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll just text them later and, like, let them know that that's <laughs> happening. And it's like, yeah, I'll just meet you at this time, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yes. So for me, whenever, like, I do all those sorts of things, I'm, I always sort of leave it to some other medium because, like, I don't need to plan it all right now. But okay. when I have, like, complicated conversations or, like, I'm talking about an important, like, topic to someone or, like, it's always hard to get what you're trying to say across through social media or texting or even over the phone sometimes it doesn't come out right. So I'd prefer mm. then to talk to that person face yeah. to face. And
0: they also I, I notice I just tend to put like in, in text and on Facebook really, really angry voices for some reasons. On <laughs> um, my friends, like sarcastic voices when they mean to or like sincere voices when they mean sarcastic. It's like, you know, they're not actually saying this with attitude.
2: But yeah, well that's I
0: just imagine that they are for some reason, which is why I much prefer face to face because it just no, it just seems so much. You understand that the person is actually being friendly, even if mm. they're saying something, even if they're disagreeing with you.
3: Yeah, I think that's always mm. something that's hard that comes across for like for everyone. Like the tone mm. of some sort of like discussion mm. online, that's always really really annoying. Hmm.
2: Yeah, do you guys find that it's it's really difficult to to make sure that the emotion that you're trying to convey whenever you send a message or uh, over Facebook or over Twitter is the one that you think that the person will receive?
3: Yeah, I'm always, like, putting, like, little, like, smileys and, like, emoticons to, like, everyone Mm. now. And I I only started doing that, like, I only got into, sort of, the autism community, sort of, like, last year. And that's after meeting quite a few people on the spectrum. And, like, I knew that there was, uh, like, communication things that could be brought up that were difficult. And I just had this one guy, and he's like, listen just you know put smileys in everything or you know whatever so just so that I g- get where you're coming from and I'm like okay so now I just do it with everything I'm like hmm. this way if I just put a smiley face hmm. and I'm happy or a sad face or whatever everyone is going to know what I'm talking about and what I'm saying because yeah. even with like the just the, even the wider community there's always those times that people get tripped up and they take things completely the wrong way and I see it always happens with sarcasm when someone's trying to be sarcastic and it, and it Sometimes it can come off and you get really offended and you think they're actually being really rude when they're just trying to be... Sarcastic? I I don't know. I always struggle with finding I, being genuine or being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. I,
2: don't I would advise against using sarcasm online ever because yeah, it's,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. There's always gonna be that one like person who's yeah. like, no, oh, that's really rude, and and you're yeah. like, oh wait, no, I don't, I don't mean it like uh,
0: that. Like, like um, one time, well, this was, wasn't even online. This was just a little, um, a little note that my maths teacher put on, on on my test after he corrected it, and he'd put um like you know. Oh, yeah, no, so, um, yeah, you, get, you did get the right answer, but it was trial and error, no marks for trial and error, sorry. And he put a sad face, which I actually interpreted to be, like, a mocking sad face for some reason, so even though the face was used. You know, like, I, I think I said, like, oh, that, was, that was a bit mean. Why? Like, yeah. oh, no marks for trial and error, sorry, no. Or
2: even, like, <laughs> no marks for trial and error. It's... <laughs> yeah. There are so many ways you can read that. And, mm. yeah, obviously, like, I, I get messages from people... Um, over social media and I have to like read them once or twice to to figure out exactly what they're trying to convey so and that's that's kind of that philosophy is what dictates how I post on social media as well like I, I don't want people to having to read twice like to to understand exactly how I'm trying to come across so yeah the the emoticons and all that is definitely something I'd recommend in that situation Mm.
3: Yeah,
0: exactly Mm. Well, um, we'll keep talking about that um, later, but for the moment we're going to have a listen to, in retrospect um, by Battleships Uh, You're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation
2: In retrospect by...
0: Battleships this is Great Minds Don't Think Alike. Um, you're listening to Sin Nation. Um, and before we were talking, uh, today we're talking about uh, different types of communication when you're neurodiverse and the pros and cons of all the different types. And we were talking um, a lot before about uh, social media and texting and that sort of virtual side of communication. Um And we decided that communicating emotions through that sort of medium is sometimes a bit difficult, even when you're using emoticons and um, illustrations of faces or smiley faces or sad faces. Especially
3: when you get like the Mm. really just the like the faces that can be used for like all sorts of things. You got like you know sad face. Obviously you're sad, but it, Mm. it also translates into other ways, like you were. Like you were saying, where it mm. could be like patronising and stuff like that, or and it's people still seem to use it. They can even still use it in like a side way. or even they're not even really that sad, and they still mm. put it there. And you're like, you're <laughs> not really like that sad. Like, yeah. Don't use the mm. sad face because you're fine. Yeah. And um
2: <laughs> like yeah, it did used to be a good idea those emoticons, but now they're being used so liberally and out of the mm. context of yeah
3: what, yeah what they're mm. saying exactly. It's like oh, I stubbed my finger. Sad face. Like yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you're a little bit in really? pain but <laughs> yeah. are you really like devastated about the fact that <laughs> that just happened like, isn't, that, no? yeah.
0: isn't that more just annoyed face like, yeah
3: exactly well then
2: there are those those people that are desperate for attention that all they do is post a sad face as their status update yeah mm. feeling
3: sad and then someone's like oh what's wrong and they're like i don't want to talk about it
2: oh my god yeah. those people it's i don't want to just, talk, oh, yeah. just attracting you. attention so it devalues the idea of sadness or trying to convey any yeah, yeah on yeah. Facebook as a result.
3: Social media is such a broad platform that people just put whatever they want on there now. So you get like a whole array of people who just put like status updates about like, oh, I'm with someone, we're doing something. And then you have people who sh- really share lots mm. of emotional stuff on there. And I think for some people that's a good thing because it helps people understand what they're going through. But yeah. it's really weird when, uh, for me anyway when I'm on Facebook and I'm going through all my stuff and suddenly, like, someone who I thought was, like, generally, like, good and, like, we caught up, like, you know, a week ago or whatever, and they said, no good, suddenly, like, writes like, this devastating status about how they're, like, like you know, really depressed or, you know, something's yeah. happened. You're like, oh, God, like, I don't know, it just throws throws me off and I think that mm. some people have a tendency to overshare on social media yeah. because you have that, it is it is just typing onto a website, you know, you, it's not talking face to face to someone about how you're really feeling. And so you never really get an in-depth look at exactly what how that person is by just yeah. mm. their basic status that they're feeling a bit, you know, crappy and you know, blah um, why this has happened.
0: But I, I just, I, I don't think I'm superior for for, um, for not having the desire to sh- to share that kind of stuff on Facebook, but I just, it's, it's just a fact. I just simply, I've only been on Facebook for, you know, since early this year, but I, I just, I'd never even, the idea never even comes to mind. Like, oh, that's, that's a wonderful piece of news, or that's a horrible piece of news, or I had such a, you know, that was a great movie I just saw. Um, I never get the inclination to share it on Facebook. I see other people doing it, but I just, you know, I just don't feel like yeah. it. And some, I think a few times I even like thought, hmm, I'm on Facebook now. I should do Facebook things. and Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I've
3: been on since 2008. Mm. And um, so I was obviously quite younger. I'm mm. 20, 22 now. So I was quite younger. Mm. And this is when it was just starting to sort of emerge and gain traction and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And... Um, like being back then of course just shared random stuff that no one actually cared about and uh you know oh I read this today or blah 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 or I'd mm. hang out with so-so and everyone's like meh mm. um but like now like, I just don't I don't I've never ever had that will um to sh- share emotional type things like I've never ever gone on there and been like Oh, that woman at the bus stop today staring at me. You are a blah 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 really rude words, uh, or anything like that. Which is constantly you always see people who are like getting angry at like random people in public and then writing about it on Facebook. And it's like, do you want someone to tell you, oh yeah, that woman's like not very nice or whatever, or are you just trying to find a way to to vent, like? And mm. why do you then have to do it to possibly hundreds of people that, and sometimes acquaintances? You know, not mm. everyone on Facebook is actually your in depth friend. Like some of them, you haven't you know, seen since high school, yeah. or you know, you, people you've only just met. So you I have that tendency to put people off as well when you do things like that.
2: I think the the culture of sharing like a whole lot of things on Facebook, particularly like the things that um, like when your life's going really well, or you're doing something that you really enjoy. the The concept of uh just publicizing that to all your followers can be it can be quite intimidating if you're not socially um confident yourself you can be like oh look at all the amazing things these people are doing i i'm nowhere near that what's wrong with me that kind of thing i i felt mm-hmm. that a few times like looking at some of my more active facebook friends on social media so and i guess there's also a bit of an like because it's it's facebook and because it, there's this this veneer of like anonymity or like nothing you do on here is going to be that serious you, you almost get um like tempted into like lulled into this false sense of security that whatever you post on there it isn't really going to damage your um your social opportunities at all yeah. so you can pretty much just run wild and that's that's not true at all really yeah, exactly. you have to exercise more restraint if if um, nothing else, so
3: yeah, like your people you know, post things about their jobs or their boss is like giving them a hard time, so they go on there and, and like go all crazy about it, and then their boss finds out mm. from someone else who's your friend who works at that place, and then <laughs> suddenly you, you're fired and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, people yeah do have that false sense of security that it's all good. Like yeah, okay, I'm putting it out there, but only my friends are gonna see it. And so, well, only takes one friend to tell another friend to tell another friend, to, and eventually gets back to the person you just said that about. So mm. you know there's you're never 100% safe online and so many things people don't seem to realize that with your security settings. so many people um when you set things it's not just your friends who see them quite often it um defaults to friends of friends so you might have a friend um who wants to be your friend Facebook and you're like oh you know I don't really like that person very much so I don't want to be their friend and then you have another friend who is friends with them as well and that person has them as their friend. So as soon as you start, like, posting about the one you don't like, they may actually see what you're posting anyway because mm. you've got it as set as friends of friends. So there's things like that as well. Like, if you're going to be on Facebook and you're going to throw caution to the wind, security settings are like your best friend. You need to, like, get on top of those 100%. Otherwise, you risk... A lot mm. of damage to yourself and potentially other people.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's not fun on Facebook. I, I was very lucky that my parents made me set the um, my security settings to friends only, like yeah, as one of the mm. conditions of me getting an account to start with. That's I, I mm. really value them doing that. In hindsight, now. Seeing yeah, and like
3: uh, after I joined, I think I. Like, when you first did Facebook, when it first came up, it was only just, you could still set it as just friends, but there was a whole lot of settings that weren't applicable and, like, photos and stuff just went public and all those sorts of things. Um, So they've really updated them now, which is much better. And I sort of became a lot more aware of it sort of actually later in high school, which was probably a bit of a detriment looking at the fact that I started in 2008, so... And, you know, graduated in 2010. So there was Mm. things I may have posted in year 10 that probably weren't the best things to be posting online that many people may have seen. But um, now that I've been able to update those and look into that, like I have um, nephews and stuff who are quite young who are on Facebook and I'm like, you know, go to your privacy settings, make sure that's all set up. If you're going to be on Facebook at a young age, you definitely need to look into that. And there's all cyber safety things and cyber bullying that's so important. Because there are kids that are really mean out there that you just don't want to be friends with.
2: Yeah, that's the other thing. People that just go on there to, to troll, that's almost yeah. like... It's its not something that I think you should be exposed to if you're if you're having to learn your way into the social world. Because that's like... If you see that and start to think that that's appropriate, that won't serve you well for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah, mm, that,
0: yeah that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm actually quite grateful. I didn't have Facebook at all during high school. Um... And yeah, I think the only time anyone really noticed was like, oh, there's this English assignment due tomorrow. Um, oh, we'll just get Christian to help us. Oh, wait, Christian doesn't have Facebook. Christian, why don't you <laughs> have Facebook? Is <laughs> is this is the first time you guys haven't noticed, really. Wow.
2: <laughs> it was a very good tactical move then for you because you got to keep all the secrets to yourself.
0: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, Darn,
2: so. I wish I should have thought of that. But oh, well.
0: I, I There I were some things I didn't mm. get invited to, but I just thought, well, this isn't really... You know, worth that invitation if it only comes. If I mean, you know, at school we see each other every day. Yeah, if they could really couldn't have mentioned. Know. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not like we live in you know, completely yeah. different suburbs and I anything. remember just
3: even mm. starting on Facebook. Like, no one even invited you through Facebook anyway. Like, mm. it was always just formal, of, like invites anyway. So, because you always ran oh. that risk, especially of like when MySpace was the social thing to do. When people would just be like, "It's a party of mine," and suddenly like thousands of people would turn up, and you be like, "Oh." Damn. friends invite like their friends and yeah you. yeah because like all those like the privacy settings on my space like zero yeah. so all those sorts of things Well
2: mm-hmm. we'll be back to talk about a bit more of that after this song It's What You Do by The Sunshine Brothers you're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation
0: That was What You Do by The Sunshine Brothers you're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation with uh Christian Alex and Amara and now we're going to continue talking about uh, different types of communication. Um, now moving on to email. Um, another form of written communication often tends to be much larger, sort of more formal paragraphs of text, but still can be quite tricky in some respects to navigate. Um, so do you, do you guys like email? Do you I have
3: two emails. I used it a lot when I was younger and signed up to like you know when they're just like, subscribe to our email thing. And you're like, mm. yes, I want to know everything about this company. And then, you, like, you six months later, you're like, stop spamming me. I hate you. Like, <laughs> go away. Um, so I have, like, my email that gets all my spam delivered mm. to it. And then I have, like, my more professionalised one that I use all of, like, for instance, my sin-related things and other work stuff. I always put that email now so that I don't accidentally delete important emails for my mass deletion that I
0: do every day. Um, so, so do you, like if you're ever sending a very, very long extended email or on the other hand one that's incredibly short, do you, do you ever find yourself sort of reading over it um, quite a few times just to make sure that you are actually saying what you're meant to be saying and that you're not coming across as rude and there's not something like a little snag in there that you've accidentally put in that could, um, you know, end badly? That could be taken the wrong way.
2: Oh uh, look, I, I don't necessarily have, I don't find it t- too difficult to write emails, to be oh, honest, because okay. both of, uh, like I have two accounts, like you, Amaret, oh. and, in in both situations, I mostly only use them for like, uh, professional or like personal business things. Hmm. There's, unlike in the social world of humankind, there's a set way. That you do things there, like mm. you can write in a certain style, as long as you include all the details and keep it rather concise, so you don't bore people. You can't really go wrong. So, mm. I, I'm not sure if um if I benefit from um like putting in like the the checks that you do when you write Christian, but um, oh,
0: I I don't actually do many of those checks. That's a sort of um friends I have on the spectrum have told me that they've done that. I don't really do that myself. Maybe you know, maybe just a little bit, just to. Yeah, yeah um I might be there for it just once more maybe more to make sure that it makes sense than anything else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, well, e- each to their own
2: I suppose. True. But um yeah, um, I I don't necessarily find that um that would help me in any way.
0: No, I I I think I quite appreciate the fact that it's quite clear, you know, like on um on social media it's sort of a blur between um spoken and written um whereas in, in email it's very sort of yeah, more more structured, more written, more. Long paragraphs. There's a dear, whoever, and there's a you know you sign your name off. So yeah, I I I am I am actually quite comfortable with that. I think if I need to express something in great detail, um, email is quite an easy way to do that, especially if it's a professional Mm -hmm. thing. Because face to face, I normally just sort of sometimes it takes me a while to process something if I'm listening to someone so I end up just going yeah, 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 yep yeah, yeah, and I, I would say though I'd mm. like
2: it I'd like it to get to the point you know how on mm. if you have a Gmail account there's always like your message has been sent and you can undo in the first 10 seconds oh, a bit, a yes. bit like a, a Snapchat app I mm. suppose uh, don't get Snapchat by the way I've never heard anything good come out of that <laughs> okay. no, but I, uh, don't, I don't have it digress well you know how you can you can do that like um, get uh, 10 seconds to delete the email uh, I try to make sure, like, read it over once maybe mm. so that I don't have to use that option at all. Mm. Because if if it's if it's got to that point, obviously you, you haven't really checked or made sure that you know what you're writing is going to be properly interpreted by the people that are receiving it. Mm.
3: Mm. I always check it over once, like, mainly just to make sure that it flows right because I hate it when it doesn't work, like, just sounds really... Like blah blah blah, huh, mm. blah blah blah, huh, blah blah, yeah. huh,
2: and mm. it doesn't. It sounds actually... like the Adams family. It's... Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> 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 exactly. And it's just like mm. stop and start, and I hate those sort of emails. Mm. But I always, the one thing with email that always gets me is I never ever check that I've attached the documents. So if I'm sending something off and I need to send I don't know, like a picture or I don't know a file or something, and I always like. Almost all the time, I forget. So now I might hmm. double check you've put the file in. You haven't. Okay, <laughs> do it. Do it now. And then send it because I'm just shocking with all that sort of stuff. I don't know. Email's hmm. not my best friend in that regard.
0: I think Oh, I, I'm, oh, I, like that. I, I think I also appreciate just the, t- the amount of time email gives you to actually either read yeah, read what's written and uh, what, what the person has sent you and think about. Reply just so that yeah, and like Facebook yeah.
3: message is like instantaneous and they know you've read it, so they're like, Why haven't you messaged mm. me back? and they
0: know you're typing, so you know it's very suspicious yeah, yeah. you're typing for 30 seconds and,
2: and then, then you
3: stop typing, yeah, and are like, What did they delete what they were writing or yeah. what they say are, are they about to send it to me? and then
2: yeah. Facebook mm. is like the forensic analysis of social media, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? because it tells you when you sent it, mm. who sent it. When you're typing, mm. and, yeah. and like you said, Emma, you can tell when when someone's decided not to say what they were going to. Yeah, so, yeah. And mm. then you
3: overanalyze with Facebook, I find. Like, I don't do it that much because I'm just like, meh. But mm. I know lots of friends who are like, I know you saw my message last <laughs> night at blah, 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 and you haven't mm. messaged me back yet. And it's so like, I saw it and I read it. And I didn't have time to actually adequately respond to it. So hmm. I haven't yet. And they're like, oh, yeah. okay. And they're like, well, do you have time now? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah.
0: Whereas with email, people are just sort of content to wait. There's not that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's not expected to be as instant. But, but, you know, also, with you know, the, I, I one thing I like about the fact that you can see if someone's seen it is sometimes I actually take that as like a, okay. So it doesn't mean you have to apply with like a, yeah, okay. Or, ah, yeah. Okay. I see. You, you just sort of, hmm. yep, they've seen it. They know yeah, that, that is, nothing yeah. else needs to be said. So that's yeah. why sometimes I reply. I just think, well, okay, what you know? Okay, you are meeting at this time. What do you want me to say? You, you know, I've seen the yeah. message. Yes, yeah, do you exactly. You want me to say yes? I can tell the time. I yeah, knew. yeah. It's <laughs> like yeah. I've seen it,
3: and it's mm. like yeah, okay, mm. good. I get that too mm. that people just want you to respond, even though it's yeah. quite clear that you've. Notice like, that thing and seen it and registered it.
2: That's mm. that's almost where it becomes slightly a bit easier than social interaction as well. Because mm. if someone's seen it and you've said something that doesn't necessarily need a response, mm. it would be awkward in like a stalemate in <laughs> conversation if that was done socially. <laughs> but it's mm. like, okay, they've received the message. We don't need to go any further. Mm. It just makes it a bit easier in that sense. So.
0: Exactly, and that's that. Uh, because I it took the ages to learn sort of Facebook etiquette, but I I just sort of assume that you know if if you if the conversation to the point where you don't really have anything else to say, isn't it sort of fine just to go offline or stop talking or
3: yeah you know I usually just put, like talk to you later or something oh, okay. like that. Like I won't say bye because like. Why would you say bye? Like, <laughs> but if, if the person was like just finished speaking to me and I like had to do something, I'm like, no, mm. like, I have to go or oh, whatever. Yeah. But if it just dwindles out as well, yeah. I'm like, meh, I don't need to actually say anything to wrap that conversation up because it's clearly been dead for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, be yeah. really
2: awkward. You've um... <laughs> been trying to revive it with a conversational defibrillator for the last four minutes? <laughs> yeah, like, just like get not in working. there and be like, yeah, it's yeah.
3: mm. good, like, sort of random joke or something. Like, no, no, mm.
0: that wasn't funny. Um...
2: Yeah, it's like, mate, we're we're over now. Yeah, don't, don't, don't keep going. Yeah. We finished
3: talking.
0: That's Stop good. talking. Because me. sometimes you know it's like so exhausted. You've you know, you started conver- a conversation because you're talking about one little thing, and then you feel like, so what did you do today? Oh, yeah, I yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it's it's like, like, no. Why are we doing this? I'd much rather have this. I'd much rather you know chat face to face with you. Anyway. Yeah, yeah.
3: Mm. If you want to have like in depth conversations, Facebook is yeah. probably not the best place.
2: I almost wonder if if it would almost be like like easier or. Um, less tensional if you emailed your friends rather than, like, did chat messages. Because then you've got, like, well, this is an entirely different um, mm. medium of uh, social communication that doesn't have the same level of um, r- ridiculous over-analysis as Facebook. Yeah. Mm. So, like, like, the pressure's off there, I can Yeah. Say. I had
3: mm. a friend who had a boyfriend who lived overseas, and they always emailed. And it was like, oh, everyone would ask her, why don't you just Facebook? And she's like, well, because... Uh, you know you can only put so much into Facebook and I really don't want to have to message him like seven or eight times with all the different things I want to talk to him about where it's like email it's easy I can just yeah. put in as much as I need I can edit it easily and look at like where I've gone wrong or whatever and I don't have the, that pressure of mm. you know answering yeah. immediately and I can take my time and all those sorts of things and so why does everyone think that this like the world and everything we write needs to be instantaneous and now Mm. that you know once we've seen it we have to react to it And can't Mm. we take our time to consider our response and things like
0: that yeah and it's that's that's the same with face to face as well sometimes like if you're talking about something that's really really complicated you know sometimes I do just need a few seconds to sort of process before I you know especially if it's like a very serious topic like it's so yeah know, and
3: you know, then like if I have mm. a big thing to plan mm. with mm. someone mm. and I can't just do that over Facebook I will always like call them if I'm away obviously if I can't mm. meet up with them and talk about it myself because it, it does get confusing especially if you need to like tell like three separate people when they're meeting and what you're doing and blah, 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 and all that sort of stuff. It, there's so many things that can get lost in translation, especially when you're trying to, like, send three different people yeah. three different messages and then you're like, oh, no, I put the wrong thing in here, and la, la, Whereas if you're on the phone actually just talking to them, they actually... You can elaborate a lot easier and all those sorts of things. And,
2: uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. And, yeah, just on, as you were saying, Christian, like, carefully considering all your answers in a social setting, mm. that's... um. I, I kind of find it... um like almost a little bit um unfortunate that people don't appreciate it when you go um or are ah, or just be be silent from time to time because mm. you're not doing that to to make them angry or anything you're just considering the right thing to say and like when when people don't do that and when they just say whatever they think you get situations like George Brandis or Jackie Lambie or any of these people that were currently denigrating for something that they said mm-hmm. so
3: yeah if for some reason we take like pauses um, as a bad thing, like if well, that person doesn't know what they're gonna say, or like, or oh, they they're clearly stalling for time or something mm. like that. And it's like, well, actually, maybe they're just trying to figure out the best way to say what they need yeah. to say. Because yeah, if they do say, if you rush into something, you are more likely to fluff it up for yourself. And, mm. it's, and a say the can, wrong thing. it's a very rare person that can.
2: It's <laughs> a very rare person that's able to accurately and coherently say what they need to and what they want to. The first attempt. I think. Yeah,
3: exactly. And we t- we tend to trip people up all the time these days with those little remarks about, oh, you know, you've just said the wrong thing, or. Mm, but we gave yeah. you like two seconds to respond. Like, why are you responding? And, like, oh. if you mm. listen
2: to one of the better orators in the world today, Barack Obama, he has a very stilted cadence, so he'll he'll tend to speak a lot more slowly, mm. but it, but everything he says, you you actually. If you if you analyze it, if you think about it after he said it, and obviously he gives you time to, hmm. um, uh, what what he's saying actually makes quite a bit of sense. And he always he always leaves a press conference or an interview maintaining his dignity and his respect. Hmm. So yeah, that would be that would be something I'd like to emulate, and hopefully people can appreciate the goldenness of silence. Yeah, yes. he's a
3: very good, very good public hmm. speaker in the way that yeah he really times things really well and i think in today's society especially everything for some reason needs to be rushed mm. and needs to you know oh, well, we've only got you know five minutes to interview you quickly like answer all these questions and <sighs> things like that and you just don't give someone the time to properly let like and let you know what the, the topic is that they're talking about and explain it in detail and all those sorts of things and then mm. you miss out on those the the little things that actually make up their whole argument or their conversation or
2: Mm, things like that. And that's,
3: again, where I think that social media can trip up sometimes, that you don't get to do those sorts of things. And that's why face-to-face and email and even over the phone are options where we can properly... Uh, talk to that person and get into those details and stuff like that Mm, have a conversation rather than just like a couple of words like lol
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what this obsession with speed is when it comes to you know conversations this obsession with speed i mean you know i love sandra bullock as much as the next person but you know there are more things more important things in life than speed i i certainly think like you know and, and and that's a very oh, culture oh speed. Yeah, speed see
2: when you first said that i thought you were talking about speed addiction or something oh, like that yeah it's like i think we're on the wrong show to be talking about that <laughs> true to be yes. That's debate the... got a bit icy if you know what i mean oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> actually. anyway as you were saying
0: <laughs> oh um but i think i was i was just going to say that it's a very culture specific thing like many many cultures actually do appreciate silences like that's you Ooh. know a silence is seen as it can be all sorts of things but it's certainly not rude it's it's just you know sign of uh that's a sign that you've actually it, it's a sign of respect in many ways. You're saying, okay, what you have just told me is something that's worth thinking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. and worth uh processing properly. Uh so now we're gonna go to Song Break My Fall by Broadway Mile. You're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Sin Nation.
2: That was Break My Fall by Broadway Mile. You're listening to Great Minds Don't Think Alike on Syn. We've been talking about um, the difficulties with different forms of communication, and uh, well, unfortunately, that's where we have to wrap up for this week. Um, you've been listening to Alex, Christian, and Emarette, and we podcast all our shows on uh, sin.org.au. Just go to Great-Minds-Don't-Think-Alike, or you can also follow us on Twitter at GreatMindsSYN, and that's also the name of our Facebook page. Till next week, see you then.